Welcome to Crypto Daily. My name is Dustin Knauss, and be sure to follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. A lot of people like to compare crypto to the dot-com bubble in the 90s. Of course, from that bubble came major companies like Google, Amazon, Facebook, and many others. During that time, Mark Cuban made his fortune and does see a correlation between those times and what we're seeing in the markets today. On May 9th, he tweeted, Crypto is going through a lull that the internet went through. After the initial surge of exciting apps, NFTs, DeFi, P2E, we saw the imitation phase as chains subsidized the movement of those apps to their chains, a la bandwidth and storage subsidies by startups in the 2000s. Much like in the 90s when we saw sites essentially copying other sites like Yahoo.com, Ask Jeeves, Friendster, Classmates.com, and many others, we are seeing the same pattern, but now it's with blockchains. New blockchains are appearing all the time, essentially just making a copy of other networks and just minor tweaks before it goes out to the market. So what's next? Well, Cuban points out that the likely next phase is going to be a massive consolidation, much like smaller websites in the 90s and early 2000s, instead of just dying off, the blockchains will sell or merge with other companies. Every industry goes through a huge consolidation phase. In fact, we're seeing a lot of that happening in podcasting right now. So it makes sense that we will soon see the same thing with blockchain. A 25-year-old Texas woman, Divya Gattaselli, was scammed out of $8 million by a man that she met on Tinder. Divya met a man online by the name of Jerry Belusa, who claimed to be a skilled crypto investor. Even though she had never met Jerry in person, she trusted him and his advice. So she started investing with him. For a while, it seemed like she was making a profit, and she was even able to pull money out. She was really hoping to make her family proud with her smart investment choices. <laughs> but one day, the money just disappeared. Divya was quoted saying, I could see it in my Chase bank account. It was real, just until it wasn't. She now has a flurry of lawsuits over the matter. She's attempting to sue Belasa, although there's no word on if that's the person's real name or if they even really exist. She's also suing two other online conspirators that the money went to, but it's possible that all three of these profiles are the same person. She's also suing two banks along with Binance Holdings and Polyanex. Those are two crypto exchanges that the scam happened on. Divya claims that the exchanges knew the money was coming and going and was part of a scam. So far, no one else has given statements about the case, but Binance has moved to dismiss it. If it isn't dismissed, the case could possibly set the stage for interesting precedent and regulation on exchanges when it comes to scams like these. Bitcoin mining has become less profitable recently, not only due to market drops, but also because of the increasing difficulty in mining, not to mention all of the bad press from the amount of energy that it takes to mine. As a result, more and more miners are moving away from Bitcoin to mine the largest altcoin, Ethereum. In April, Ethereum mining revenue surpassed Bitcoins. Ethereum miners recorded $1.39 billion in April's revenues, while Bitcoin miners took around $1.16 billion. In March, Ethereum's revenue increased by 3%, as opposed to Bitcoin's revenue, which dropped. To add insult to injury, a large number of miners sold their Bitcoin recently as opposed to hoarding it like we've seen in previous times. 
So is this the beginning of Ethereum taking over as the king of crypto? Well, now it's time to turn our focus over to the world of NFTs. NASA has teamed up with the Fortnite creator Epic Games to develop a Martian metaverse. NASA announced a contest that will aim to crowdsource a training application built on Epic Games' Unreal Engine, which, by the way, if you haven't seen the video of the train station made in Unreal 5, it's amazing. It looks like a video, at least the day version does. The night one still looks like a video game. Anyway, the goal is to build their existing world called Mars XR, which has already mapped 400 square kilometers of Mars terrain with realistic day and night cycles. For this competition, NASA's defined categories that they want to see, including things like setting up camp, scientific research, maintenance, exploration, and blow our minds. <laughs> Man, I love the title of that last one. I can't wait to see what comes from that. The challenge will reward winners with a total prize purse of $70,000, shared across 20 individual prizes. That means each category prize will be an average of about $6,000. The overall goal of this project is to help the agency to cut costs by using a virtual reality module known as Apache to train upcoming astronauts in various experiences. Now, honestly, I really hope some version of this comes out to the public. A while ago, I talked about the Petaverse and how you could mint various dogs. Well, the Petaverse is expanding into cats. The company, Tiny Rebel, will partner with Solana Blockchain, which is a layer two blockchain that works with Ethereum, to mint these cute little critters. The Petaverse network is designed to be an interactive game where you can play and take care of your pet, similar to the old Nintendo Dogs game on the Nintendo DS. Although NFTs have been in decline lately, the founder of Tiny Rebel, Susan Cummings, said that she wasn't at all worried about the market. She was quoted saying, our goal is long-term and the average user isn't even aware NFTs are a thing. There are around 10,000 core active NFT users out there right now, but 25 million people bought copies of Nintendogs. This all needs to be kept in perspective and a market adjustment for one use case of a new technology is significant in the scheme of things. For example, how much money is going into building products in the space? She noted that right now is a period of experimentation like the early Web 1.0 days. She also said, most of these companies didn't survive. Pets.com, eLuxury, AltaVista, etc. Things I mentioned earlier in the episode. But out of this crucible came Amazon, Google, eBay, with so many more, she said. We're not worried. We're just getting started. So if you live somewhere where you can't have a pet, this might be a good option for you. Plus, there's a big benefit of not having to deal with the smell. Be sure to follow our show wherever you get your podcast. Also, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a comment on YouTube. It really does help the show. I'm Dustin Knauss, and thank you for joining me today. Mm -hmm.